Welcome everyone to another episode of the Nerdotaku Gaming Podcast. Finally, Robin is back. He's been awakened by Odin. <laughs> Welcome back, Robin. Good to be back. Good to be back. I remember missing the last episode, you know, because reason, because reason, and I'm actually kind of excited to talk about stuff today because there's a reason for me to be excited. As opposed to talking to me, that's always exciting. <laughs> There's a reason to be more excited than usual. <laughs> Fine. <laughs> okay. Uh, so, since the last time we uh, spoke one-on-one on the podcast, uh, there has been a couple game shows. Uh, I was going to call them trade shows, but they are not trade shows anymore. What are they? Game Directs, Trailer Fests, I don't know. We had Gamescom and we had PlayStation. What do they call it? What are they calling this one? Just PlayStation Showcase 2021. PlayStation Showcase 2021. Everyone was waiting for that. And uh, I think everyone's extremely excited about what was shown. Uh, What excited you the most about the showcase? Going into it or coming out of it? Uh, coming out of it, I think, yeah, coming out of it, because I think we, 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 everyone kind of had expectations going in, but like coming out of it, what, what stood out to you, and why? Hmm. I think keeping expectations, like, okay, first of all, the show, in terms of surprises, I wouldn't say there was any game which was like surprising. Maybe just uh, timing of the announcement was what would be. A bit of a surprise so like in terms of like megatons and expectations i don't think it was like that kind of show but in terms of oh i liked what i saw and i'm excited to play this out of here definitely spider-man 2 because i'm a 90s edgy kid and i like venom i mean spider-man 2 is the correct answer right like it's man how <laughs> Insomniac with the carry job over here, just straight up saving Sony constantly, just chugging out quality content. Uh, those guys deserve like a raise. They've released like a I'm, game I'm, every year I'm or something. I'm genuinely surprised. I'm, ge- I'm genuinely surprised they've revealed it this early. Like I was, I was expecting, like they said that, yeah, okay, fine. It's a 2023 game, which is quite a ways off. So I'm really surprised they said, okay, you know what, let's just show off the game now. Show a bit of uh, in-engine in, in footage, confirm who our villains are. And it's like, okay, fine. I'm, you, you, you have my attention. Certainly. I'm just, I mean, like Insomniac, I think, have finally, finally gotten to the super super top tier echelon level devs where you just see the logo and you're like you're rubbing your hands like let's go like whatever they show is definitely going to be quality i think the reception to a cgi 10 second teaser of wolverine pulling out his claws but the fact that it had insomniac in the logo the fact that people were still hyped that says a lot that's the thing okay 
people were hyped just, because it's insomniac. Like if it was just a Wolverine thing and it's like 2023, it's like uh, okay. I mean, I like Wolverine. We'll see. But because it's insomniac, like no, I know this is gonna be like, good. This is going to be good. Insomniac have got good storytellers, got solid gameplay. They seem to understand the characters they work with. So it's like there's a lot of you know you can tell that man the the view people have of insomniac now compared to you know some time back it's crazy it's it's really surreal yeah. like if, if you had told me that insomniac would be the premier studio for sony i would never believe you i would never never believe you i'm very happy for them i i hope they continue i hope that they have 2000 4000 staff members because jeez definitely there's some stuff in 2022 which we might not know about okay and still sony saw it fit that no we're going to reveal the insomniac games so that you know there's some hype announcements here everything else maybe we'll keep it closer so we'll keep it for later when they're close to release but the insomniac games we can use them now in the show because oh it's insomniac people know it's, it's, it's really interesting the, the way they're being viewed even internally as well it's 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 a cool change they really come along i think from a business perspective it makes sense because they're like uh just show them the insomniac game people will buy any insomniac game uh and also tell them it's coming out in 2077 because they'll buy a ps5 knowing that there's an insomnia game coming out i think that's kind of the thinking that they they have if that they... and you know combining it with oh it's marvel so you know yeah marvel you also get that little bit of leeway you avoid the project leaking like man imagine if i if we went into this knowing that oh insomniac are making a wolverine game and this had leaked in advance that would have been you know kind of disappointing <laughs> Yeah, it would have been a little bit disappointing, actually. Yeah, that's that's very true. But yeah, Insomniac, man, like very glad. Spider-Man 2, that's a good choice. It was nice to see uh Miles and Peter working together. I wonder how that's gonna work mechanically. I think if they set it up, I don't think it'll be cool. But anyway, we're, we're all just guessing right now. But you know, the implication definitely was that oh, one of them will have Craven as the villain. And the other will have Venom as their main villain. Or you can do what the first game did and say, oh, Craven maybe is the villain for the first half and then Venom is the villain for the second half. There's lots of possibilities. And I don't know, it's always fun to speculate when it comes to adaptation of these superhero IPs. Yeah, I just hope they haven't changed. Especially when you've got, you know, quality games. I hope they haven't changed his face again. <laughs> No, the the reason they changed their face is that you know they can use this current guy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, Spider-Man Two. Um, I'm also very high on my list of what I liked from the uh, PlayStation Showcase 2021. Um, the the other thing that I guess stood out to me, uh, obviously, was God of War, big game. That everyone's been waiting for i thought they would just show a teaser i was speculating in the discord with the with, with the guys i was like they're probably just gonna have like 
uh, pan through the worlds with some broody music and then have a close-up on his beard and give us a release date. But no, they actually showed us full-on gameplay. They showed us some characters, some new characters. And it looks good. And they good. revealed a lot in the blog posts. I never read the blog posts. Uh, if you can and give me a recap of what they said. And they said so much in the blog post. It's crazy. The blog post and the interview with the game director afterwards. Mm. Was, it was like, man, I I can see how you can't fit all this in a trailer. But it's like, wow, this is a lot of details. What are some of the standout details? So first of all, this is the last of the Norse games. Okay. So Norse, the Norse games are... Yes, so we're killing Odin, and it probably means Odin, they're keeping the reveal for later, keeping it to their chest. We had some voice actor reveals as well, quite a number. Of course, ProZD is involved. Really? That has made it big. Uh, happy for the dance. He, voices, he apparently does the voice and mocap for one of Atreus's uh, summons. Some other characters, like... Uh, I'm sure if you if you know Norse mythology, you've heard of Hrist before. Yep. One of the Valkyries, if I'm not mistaken. Erika Lindbeck is voicing her. And it's like, oh, they didn't even show this character in the trailer, but they've already revealed who this person is. And it's like, okay, interesting. In addition to, you know, all the other side characters who are in the trailer, their voice actors and stuff were revealed. They didn't actually show Thor's design in the trailer itself. They also showed it in, in the what's this in information afterwards. The art director posted it on his Instagram and stuff. We got confirmation on the name of the woman who appeared at the end, who, if we know from the law, is Loki's is uh, is Loki's wife, the mother of Jormungandr and Fenrir. It's yep. like okay. All of this you didn't say in, in the trailers. Fair enough. And you put it in the blog post. And like, wow, there's, there was quite a bit. Yeah, I, at this point, I feel like anyone, people just wanted to see that the game was real and coming out uh, to get hype about it. And uh, we have. So it looks to me, I'll, I'll say it looks, I was slightly disappointed that it looks like an expansion. It doesn't look like a part two. Uh, the example I gave was and it looks like Assassin's Creed Revelations. You know what I mean? Like it's the it's the Assassin's Creed Brotherhood to Assassin's Creed some, 2. Some of you guys in 2007 would have been calling God of War 2 an expansion. You know that? <laughs> hey, I played God of War 2 and I think it, it, it was a little I mean the even graphically, God of War 2 it looked like, the it, same. It, it did not and look the same. And the gameplay looked the same. The gameplay may the have same. looked slightly like the same sort of but like graphically god of war 2 like was pushing it, it. god of war 2 looked better than some launch ps3 games i recall this very clearly because god of war 2 is done that has hermes right i remember seeing the hermes thing and, and then oh hermes was in god of war 3. wow the guy who creators cuts off his feet yeah god of war 3. okay so i'm thinking of god of war 3 then my point is anyway whatever my point is <laughs> i think the the expectations, it's funny how, you know, definitely people 
have got different expectations of sequel i can tell because like just think of think of basically it all comes down to what they've shown like yeah i think if you were disappointed with the graphics and the cross gen thing i think yeah you can say something like that but i do think that complaining about gameplay and system mechanics is very premature because as an example we did not know about the blade blades of chaos until the game actually came out the first one in 2018 so i think there's a lot of stuff they're keeping to their chest i mean most likely like uh, this is just conjecture from from what i've seen like first glance i look at that if if you showed me that trailer for three seconds i'd be like oh that's the old god of war very reductive yes but like that's just kind of how it looks on the surface uh as opposed to what i would expect from a big marquee part two of a sony game uh, that that's just that's the only qualm i have with it other than that i'm pretty excited to, to play it to continue the story um the characters look very cool thor looks very cool uh yeah uh, very curious to see how where, where they take it uh they showed what they needed to show for for first impression they yeah they definitely showed what they needed to show i think for certain if you never liked god of war the uh, 2018 you're not going to be magically convinced by this one okay 100% so what i mean is like you will think hey this looks just like the game which i didn't like before but if you if you thought god of war 2018 was the game of the gen you know all that sort of stuff for you is just like wow this is more this is giving me exactly what i wanted they're showing me the thor they're showing me glimpses of thor they've shown me new characters it's like bigger and better and i think there's an interesting discussion to be had about those types of sequels where you know it's not throwing the kitchen sink out i mean i mean it it worked for assassin's creed people love brotherhood uh so It's, it's you know, I think fine. Assassin's Creed is, you know, the best example I keep going back to is God of War 2. Which is, you know, God of War 2 is definitely God of War 1, but bigger. So it's, you know, it's, it, I'm just saying, you know, it's kind of funny how back, how, how people's perceptions of what you want out of a sequel has just changed so much. You want do you want God of War 2 to be bigger than God of War 1? Like that's the thing you want? Hmm. Question. Now that's an interesting question. The thing is, it definitely seems that's the direction they're going. And they want it to be bigger and not like different. I don't think bigger is the way to go, man. Obviously, that's my personal preference, but I just don't think bigger is the way to go. <laughs> just have it nicely paced. God of War was one of those games that has a very high completion rate when you look at the trophies the amount of people who got in the final like got into the ending is pretty high compared to most other AAA games Gen- because I think the pacing games was... have got have got pretty good completion rates Yeah so if That's they make one... the game very big I don't think I think it's going to get tedious for someone like me who just I don't like 
hacking and slashing. Like that's the worst part of the God of War games for me. I don't like the action. Like I I I go through that to get to the character stuff. So if it's bigger, that's more hacking and slashing. I think my opinion on that would depend on just how much fun the combat is going to be. So my opinion when it comes to long games is, is that if the game at its core is fun to play. Now this doesn't apply to you because you don't like action. But for me, if a game is fun to play, I don't care how long it is as long as I'm having fun during that whole time. And if the mechanics are solid enough to last me long enough, oh well and good. I don't think I could play 2018's God of War for 60 hours. I would play it for 40, maybe not 60. And I think if I'm not mistaken, 2018's God of War is a what's this? Is a 25-hour game? Something like that. Yeah. So So I I think a lot depends on the pacing and what else they are going to have on hand like when it comes to mechanics changes if it's is, going to be that is, fun is that trias playable we don't know this is what i'm saying it really was just a first trailer what do you think does it, do you think this is when they make a trias playable you know i think it depends on how crazy they want to do things like because it really feels like in that first trailer they feel quite a bit they already showed us tier himself mm-hmm. which is like wow that's a pretty big reveal and after seeing it my first opinion was like it's way too early for them to show us tier but then i'm also having the, the thought that no santa monica are too smart for this this everything they showed probably maybe happens in the first 25% of the game and most likely who knows, maybe the- yeah i also think that people are knowing the the Norse mythology lore and stuff it's like people are having expectations it's like I-, i would have wanted to see him you know there are characters that i wanted to see him like oh is this one in here now and and they had to like appeal to that audience i think to uh, the fans who don't know much of Norse mythology it it was just fun for them to see more cool action and stuff but for the other people who are like now anticipating like okay we had the loki reveal so now i'm expecting to see this guy and this guy and this guy and then they showed us some main characters and you're like awesome awesome i'm extra hyped now so i think it was a pretty good uh, it was it was smart i think i trust santa monica they're one of the studios i definitely you know I, they have my back you know I, who, i back it you know who else has your back robin you know who else will always have your back robin <laughs> no. Getting worried. The UK-based studio. <laughs> Or the UK, the they studio had, from UK origins. <laughs> they had nothing to show moving on. Giving you the show? classic video game. Unfortunately delayed to March. But don't worry kids. I'm sure you have your chance to to enjoy more of Rockstar's Grand Theft Auto 5 for PS5.
you know, it didn't actually look that different. Maybe it's just because I was watching on a stream. I've seen and a lot of maybe events. it will look. There was a whole era thread about like, oh, what's changed and whatever, and it's like, it does does it matter? Does it actually matter? Anyway, anyway, yeah, GTA Five extended and enhanced edition or whatever it's called delayed till March 2022, leaving a pretty interesting gap for the holidays in terms of sales, because the assumption was that it was coming in November. So, you know, some more games in November have a chance because they're not competing with Satan's game. And that's <laughs> okay. What's interesting now is that it's also it's now got the same release window as Gran Turismo 7, which got a trailer and only reviewed in the post show is coming out in March, which is okay. Sony seemed to have a pretty stacked first half of the first quarter. They have, uh, what's this, you know, of course, Horizon Forbidden West and Gran Turismo within two months of each other, which is pretty interesting. Especially when you consider that both of those games were supposed to be 2021. So it's like, wow. Their second half of the year plans really got shot by the pandemic. So it's like, okay. Instead, they've got a pretty stacked early 2022. Yeah, I mean, I, I think it's always good to like get away from December, November stuff uh, because uh, I remember Mass Effect. That was Mass Effect's window. Mass Effect Two and Mass Effect Three, I think, came out then. Even Andromeda, but whatever. Um, Hitman's usually Andromeda come out. came out in March. Yeah, Hitman's usually come out then. It's like a good window for like. You know, not the biggest game, but the big game that someone people that that the people talk about for till like June or something. Like it's it's a good window, I feel. So that's perfectly fine. And I think the audiences are so different, um, GT and GTA. GTA. So, um, it, it's perfectly fine. GT is GT, man. Like it, it looks like GT. I, I remember I was joking with the guys on the Discord. Like uh, they know their audience so much that they that like six percent of this trailer is showing cars on the track. The rest of it is everything else, which is exactly what is it, what it's like playing GT. <laughs> yeah, I think you know it's funny how. The core gamer looking at GT, everyone is just talking about graphics, graphics. But you can tell the people who actually play GT for them, they are like, "Ah, oh, this menu! I know what this means. Exactly. I know what seeing this menu means. It means this mode is back." It's like you know, for me, I don't care. I I prefer the arcade racers to sim racers. Sim racers are not my cup of tea. Yeah, like it's so weird that like. I can go as far as saying Forza Motorsports is obviously not arcade, but like no, Forza Motorsport is same as hell, man. It's sim, but, but it's less weird than GT. <laughs> I don't, I don't know what you mean. Like it's less. I don't know, man. GT is oh my God. The men, like everything it, it, is just it's, so. <sighs> it's itself. GT is really its, its own thing. And it's and has got its own separate fan base. It really feels like. 
yeah, it's just it's its own. I think there are people who don't play video games who play GT. You know, it feels like the people who buy like you know, like the guys who play like flight simulators. You know, like if you ask them like, "Are you a gamer?" They're like, "No, I don't play video games," but they like have flight sticks and play Microsoft. You know, like, that's what GT kind of is like, I think. It's really in its own weird space with its own fandom, and seeing them happy was like okay. I can't, I'm not going to start complaining because this isn't for me. This has definitely got its own audience and good for them. That was my take on GT. Yeah, same, same. Um, what else did we see? Uh, what else stood out to me? Uh, a Bioware game. Well, well, for Spoken, yes. For Spoken is, a, is an isekai. <laughs> so when the trailer wait, wait. started, I was like, why is she wearing normal people clothes? That's weird. <laughs> okay, we, we knew it was an isekai, but they really, uh, what's this, mm, hit home that yes, this is what this game is, and if that's not what you're expecting, too bad. I, I didn't know I it was an isekai. It, How did you know it was an isekai before this? They told us from the, the Square Enix Presents trailer. Ah, I probably just didn't pay attention then. Mm-hmm. Those elements were there. That oh no, she's from another world. Now they've you know, it's like oh she's hunting a witch. It's like oh it's the Wizard of Oz. That's pretty cool. <laughs> uh, I know there was also some concern about the quality of the dialogue. You know, some people were not happy, uh, which is okay. Fair if you're not happy, fine. But uh, some pretty good writing stuff. I'm not talking about Gary Witta. I'm talking about <laughs> Amy Hennig. Gary Witta is fine. Uncharted. No, I don't care about Gary Witta. I'm talking about Amy Hennig. She is one of the writers. And, you know, I thought she was out of games for a while. She seems to have had some bad luck. And, you know, seeing that, oh, her name is attached to a force book, it was also was pretty cool. I agree. You, you, she, that, that's you know that's the stuff like oh you had my curiosity now you have my attention what did you think about the gameplay and uh, the world what it looked it looks so empty yeah i think i i think definitely this trailer was a trailer like okay the, they are still the game is still in development <laughs> that, that that's what i can say but i think also i think considering the previous work they did uh final fantasy 15 you know it's that same team f 15 team didn't have many towns and the towns were not that populated so i think maybe there's some like okay yeah i think you can see that there that okay yeah there's definitely that lineage as well as uh, the whole the character models of the side characters being significantly worse than the main character side model. The main characters, the character model, that's definitely a relic of FF15, which I can remember. <laughs> that's, you know, that's, you know, in, in something you can see from just looking at the trailer. Spring 2022 release date means that it's closer than I thought it would be. It also means it's coming out before Final Fantasy 16 because Final Fantasy 16 didn't show up and Final Fantasy 16's producer said that he's only going to show the game 
when when it means that you can buy it within like six months or something. So I'm guessing that game is coming out late 2022. That was my other takeaway from looking at Forspoken. I was looking at it from the whole big picture for Square Enix. Yeah, no, I'm, it's one of the games that I, I've been looking forward to seeing and having a, a tentative date, which I hope is not pushed, is, is encouraging. It's, it's it, yeah, uh, very much looking forward to that. Really cool to see uh, black women leads in AAA games. Always excited when that happens. Uh, um, I, I, the gameplay looked pretty basic to me. Obviously, it's early footage, but that definitely didn't excite me. <laughs> My expectations have been lowered a bit after seeing that. Yeah, it's definitely been carried a lot by art direction and uh, concept. Yep, the concept. You know, the idea that, mm-hmm. you know, they, they, it's a Kai game with a black woman. It's like, okay, I've never seen this before and I, I am interested. Same, 100%. And, you, um, know, and you know, of course, any Henny writing. Yeah. Glad to have her back in games. Now we need to find a way to drag Peter Moore back into games. <laughs> and he quit as Liverpool president. He did. He quit in the high because everywhere he goes, he he has big W's. Yeah. Good for him. Very good for him. Okay. Yeah. What else did we have in that show? The other thing Wait. that I that stood out to me was uh, Kotor, Knights of the Old Republic, Bioware's Knights of the Old Republic remake. That is a game that I have not played before. Uh, and I thought you loved. Knights of the Old Republic. I'm pretty sure you told me you did. I have not played uh, Kotor. I know all, almost all of the lore of Kotor because I'm a Bioware fan and I skipped it. I skipped it because I didn't have a PC that could play it at the time. So I played Baldur's Gate, um, Icewind Dale, with all those classics and stuff. And then when they moved to 3D with Kotor, I didn't have a PC that could play it. And then the next time a Bioware game came out, which I think was it's Jade Empire or something. I played that and trying to go back to Kotor was like, wow, this gameplay sucks. It's janky as hell. There's no way. So <laughs> that's kind of my uh, legacy with that. I, um, I wonder if they will, how much they'll keep of the original gameplay. I'm very, very curious. Oh, is it just going to straight up be Mass Effect Andromeda? You know, like if there's one thing Mass Effect Andromeda locked down was the gameplay. The gameplay was very, very good. The thing is, you've got to realize Bioware are not involved in this remake at all. It's made by Asper Media, Asper Entertainment, whatever they're called. Mm-hmm. And they have said, yes, we are going to make some gameplay changes, but we should not expect uh, Bioware's recent works to give us an idea of uh, how the gameplay will change. Okay, that's that's very valid. Then. That's very valid. I hope the gameplay changes are good, like quality of life or modernization stuff. I hope it's Resident Evil 2 remake level, like just straight up modernizing and not like, like oh, with the spirit of the original. Like no, the, the gameplay was. Uh, they should modernize it dramatically. 
we'll see just how much they do. Interesting choice to open the show with. Though I guess I understand because it was like a time. It's now like a timed exclusive or something, which is like interesting because Koto was always an Xbox game, if I remember correctly. Exactly similar to Alan Wake, which is a, a I thought was a remake, but it's just a remaster. And as someone who played that game on PC, I was looking at that and going, "This looks exactly like what I played in 2011 or whatever." <laughs> but it's fine. Uh, PlayStation people get to play Alan Wake, uh, which is a very very good game with excellent writing. So you can look forward to that. Same with uh, I'll give, the. I'll give it a try. You should. You should. I, I, do, wait. Do you play horror games? Uh, it's a horror. Okay, maybe I won't give it a try. <laughs> it is a horror game. Um, same with uh, the Uncharted Collection coming to PS Five, right, and PC. Yeah, PS Five. That's Uncharted Four and Lost Legacy. Wait, it's not everything else. It's just Four and Legacy. No. Yeah. What? I thought it was like everything. No, I think the idea was that oh, they're going to port the ones that are on PS4 because they are much easier to port. Okay. Since the PS4 versions of Uncharted One, Two, and Three were done by Bluepoint, I believe. So yes. So you know, it's not as straightforward. I guess so. I guess so. Yeah. Um, but hey, PC people get to play Four and Lost Legacy. Uh, they get to play the best Uncharted game in Lost Legacy, so very excited for that. I don't think there was any other remake type thing. There were a bunch of four-player co-op games. Was there? Weren't there? Is it the Vampire game a four-player co-op game? Oh yeah, yeah, Vampire Blood Hunt or whatever was a four-player co-op game. They just bleed into each other, pun intended. <laughs> it's like there was a Rainbow Six. Some yeah, Rainbow Six Extraction. Extraction. That was another four, four player co-op game. Meh. I mean, one of those is going to be like huge. One, one of them has to stick. <laughs> a good like it's, a, it's a, the battle royale of the four player co-op games. One of them will come out winner. I, I don't know who it will be, and for whatever reason, and the marketing teams are going to try and spin reasons and make sequels and they'll fail as well it's gonna be very interesting from an industry standpoint to see what happens with these games we'll see you know this is one of those things where because i don't have expertise and interest i can't make any guesses so i'll just see how it plays out neither can i i I don't have any cases either i don't have anything any data to go by and honestly i don't care about those games and the only reason i care is from an industry standpoint to see who's gonna win out are they all gonna have a high player base i don't think so but what we'll see i don't know that's the only that's as much as i care (laughs) yeah yeah from the industry industry hobbyist onlooker that's the viewpoint yeah um, uh, I, I think one thing I wanted to bring attention to was the Korean game. Yes. Uh, the the Korean Nier slash Bayonetta clone, Project Eve. Uh-huh, yes, Apparently yes, it was yes. reviewed like, an, uh, like maybe a couple of years ago. I think this was like the first time it reappeared in a long time. And two things. One, 
it's really cool to see you know more non-japanese asian countries making triple a games i'm always cautious about these things because they always have fantastic trailers but they never actually come out you know looking at you lost so aside and you know me considering that black myth wukong was was bullshot in my opinion but, i think uh, so Yeah, man, I, I, can't, I can't trust these things. They never come out. <laughs> But yeah, that's a project. It looked interesting concept-wise. Like it had some angelic notes with the type of seraphim monster, whatever thingy. Which is like, oh, I always like it when you depict uh, enemies like that. There was, of course, the elephant in the room. Uh, the main character's design and the camera angles. Then you know what I mean? Younger sister. Which was like, okay, I didn't expect that, but apparently there's a precedent. Have you ever heard of Magna Carta? No. Like the concept or a game? No, a, a game. A game. No, no. Yeah, but okay, yeah, if you did, apparently Magna Carta was a game for like Xbox 360, which was also similar in, the, in those senses. So like if you know the character designer you would not you would not be surprised by what you saw uh-huh. but i think you know it was a really strange choice for the first game to have gameplay you know be that sort of game and like okay that, that, that was unexpected but i think the reaction was mostly overwhelmingly positive people liked what they saw there you know despite have if despite you know if you had qualms with the character camera angles i didn't really but if you did yeah then you did i mean it looks like to me obviously not my genre it looks like a you know new generation action game uh it looks very much like near <laughs> and near is popular so i'm like sure whatever let's let's have more of that for the people who like that that's fascinating especially since it's from a korean dev it's uh always interesting to see more different perspectives and their takes on stuff so yeah well excited for that and i think when it comes to the show that was pretty much everything which got me excited the rest was you know okay interesting okay whatever okay death loop yet again and so on and so forth that was ghostwire tokyo with proper gameplay this time oh I yeah still, i still don't fully get what the game is but i believe it's like a horror action first person yes first person horror action stylish and all that sort of stuff i would like i'd like to see more i hope it's not like death loop where it's like such a unique concept that seven hours of footage later you're still like what is this video game <laughs> yeah was was there anything else i can't seem to recall um uh, from the show uh, not really not really that that i have thoughts on not really much else hmm. and I, i guess we can then shift to Uh, Gamescom because we we never really talked about that on the podcast and the show in general was pretty mid. 
and the one of the only things that stood out to me was uh, the Saints Row reboot, I guess. Saints Row reboot announcement. Um, I liked it. I I think that's the only way that Saints Row can go is just straight up start again because where Saints Row four left off was crazy. There's no way you go from there. Um, so uh, let's get grounded again and start afresh. I think that makes sense. Uh, there was a bit of fan backlash, I remember. A lot of people were kind of mad because apparently the main characters looked like woke zoomers. <laughs> and then the Saints Row Twitter account kind of like lashed back and saying, no, this is our project. We know what we're doing. And then everyone just got up in arms. Yeah, so I saw that and I was like, this is such a... Like, Saints Row has always been about like shit posts it's like it's like, like the game is just a giant shit post so people getting mad about stuff like that is just very weird to me because like what else are you going to get mad about like what are they expecting from central like considering where central four left off honestly what are you oh my God, what are you expecting i'm just baffled yeah, i don't know really i i don't know i don't know what i can say there <laughs> It, it's just dumb. I'm sure it's it's no one's gonna remember, and I'm sure it, it died down, and that's why it died died down pretty quickly because, uh, whatever. whatever. Well, the other game that also I, I was excited for was uh, from uh, Firaxis. Yes, Firaxis. It is Firaxis, right? Yeah, Firaxis. Uh, the 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 director of XCOM Two is making a an XCOM-like Marvel game called Midnight Suns. I am not... I don't read comics, so... It's apparently, not XCOM, really. It's a uh, card game. It's not XCOM. But that's the thing. Is, that's the thing, though. Again, like, I saw more gameplay and it's not really xcom So... I'm saying it's a card game. <laughs> it's like... Uh, oh, man. I can't give an example. But, but it does have tactics elements. Yeah, I guess. So I, I'm I'm excited for that. I'd, I'd like to play that. It looks like a PC ass PC game. So I'm gonna sink hundreds of hours into that. Uh, that's kind of all I remember from Gamescom. I don't know if it's anything else you will recall. I remember thinking they were going to show Elden Ring, but they didn't. So I was disappointed there. They just gave it an award for best show for best game at the show for a behind-closed-door uh, preview that only journalists saw. That's like, oof, that is a punch in the gut. <laughs> so if I was to guess, they're going to show us the trailer at uh, TGS. Um, Bandai Namco's TGS, I'm guessing that's where we're going to. That, you know, as normies, non-journalists are going to actually see that game, that trailer. And people seemed excited. So I, mean, that's that. I mean, <laughs> please be excited. <laughs> please be excited. <laughs> I'm very curious about this game. I'm, I'm pretty sure I, I won't like it. I hope I'm yeah, surprised. But I'm, I definitely Look, very curious no, about an open Dennis, you are in your 30s. I don't think your <laughs> gaming taste is going to change now. Hey, man, you never know. <laughs> I didn't think I'd like Destiny, but here we are. Yes, 
still can't believe you're into online multiplayer games. It's still really weird. Like you? Anyway, that's good for you. <laughs> but it's very specific ones though. Like it's not like every like I'm not gonna play Rainbow You Six. play Overwatch! I play Overwatch. I mean it's it's Overwatch. It's 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 uh shit, what did Overwatch uh, what's that Valve game that Overwatch copied most of stuff from that I played as well? Overwatch is that Valve game, the Hats game, the original Hats game. What about uh TF two? TF, yes, it's Team Fortress. Everybody played Team Fortress. I played Team Fortress for hours, and then Blizzard are making a Team Fortress game. Of course, I'm gonna play the Blizzard Team Fortress game. <laughs> of course, you are. <laughs> no word in Overwatch too. So, but then. Oh man, with all that's going on with Blizzard. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's probably not coming anytime soon. But yeah, it's. I mean, it was really cool to get like announcements at this time of the year it doesn't usually happen right i mean obviously gamescom happens but but gamescom is always pretty low-key it's pretty low-key i usually watch gamescom to see like a four-hour preview of whatever the next battlefield is and what they've added to fifa so (laughs) so football manager 2022 was announced for game pass day one very excited about that. Speaking of Game Pass, something we haven't talked about uh-huh. is I got a new piece of hardware. Exactly. I completely forgot about that. Tell us what. Yeah. Uh, Xbox Series S came in, replaced my Xbox One X with the Series S. Sounds uh, like a downgrade, but... Yeah. Uh, no, it, the thing is, it is generally an upgrade, but as I said, there's tiny caveats, of course, because uh, basically, if a game is not a series game, you know, if it's a last-gen game, it will run better on One X, because Xbox Series S uses Xbox One normal as the profile. But Xbox Series games, like actual next-gen games, will run better on the Series X. I'm sure you understand exactly what I Yeah, mean. I understand, yeah. Because it's got an SSD, it's got a new architecture, all that sort of stuff. Just that for back compact games, they won't run as well. That's the caveat when with the move I took. But I was looking at it from a, you know the long game. I'm mm. like, hey, look, I need an next-gen Xbox. Forza and Halo are going to play way better on the Series S, so better start looking to that because I want to play Forza and Halo at pretty good resolutions and frame rates. And what have you played in it so far? Uh, in terms of games, I've actually finished. I've actually only finished one game, which is a last-gen game, Yakuza Zero. Oh yes, yeah! Baby, finally, Hell yeah! I've Cute finally guy. finished the Yakuza game. Cute guy. What? <laughs> yeah. I don't know there were quite a number of you who are trying to get me to do this. I finally caved. Thoughts. So, Thoughts, you know. please. Thoughts, Kyodai. The, ga- the, the game the gameplay sucks, but the story is great. 100 <laughs> percent we'll, we'll, we'll keep it at that. The gameplay sucks, but the story is great. <laughs> I want you because I feel like uh, as Yakuza weirdos. 
before you become a yakuza weirdo which everyone who plays that game eventually does before you become a yakuza weirdo i would like you to tell people just like the highlights of that story like or not specifically like when you say the story is good what do you mean by that okay it's a combination of voice acting yeah uh, cutscene direction i give a lot i man cutscene yeah. direction is so important to me i've realized that voice acting cutscene direction and just the general plotting i don't you know i won't say the character writing is anything particularly special but the general you know the plotting and the twists are pretty good mm-hmm. man yakuza loves twists it's like a japanese <laughs> drama it is so when i when i was saying that it's like a soap opera now you understand what i mean right? like it's so yeah dramatic dramatic yeah mm-hmm. so that's pretty much the only game i've finished on xbox series i've played a bunch of other games i played the fabled flight simulator i flew to my house you know because okay. of course that's what i was going to do how how uh, detailed but, is know, it flight... for zambia like in not very detailed and i think you know there's also the caveat of it being on xbox series s i think flight sim is really best experience on series x mm. but even for a series s game i was very impressed and especially if you keep yourself connected to the internet you know get the most out of flight sim you do have to be connected to the internet mm. there's an offline mode but really you're not getting the best experience you want to be connected and have a fast connection when playing flight sim so that was basically what i used to like kind of flex and see what the xbox series has to offer played a bunch of other games like psychonauts 2 bounced off of it unfortunately what uh, made you bounce off psychonauts 2 was... i think uh, too many cut scenes interrupting and me very much not liking how it looks <laughs> the art style is a, is a is a thing i'll say that it's an acquired taste mm. someone said it's definitely for people who liked uh, uh, early nickelodeon yes and i can definitely see that opinion yep why somebody would say that so yeah bounce off of it but you know because of game pass playing on and plus i've got you know a significantly better internet connection recently because of game pass i just like randomly download stuff look at it delete it move on look for something else delete move on the console has got very little space unfortunately how much space do you have after the os nonsense is done maybe what 350 350 that's not much not much and it's it was yeah it, it it's a problem but for me it's not an issue because like i uh, sorry my internet is pretty good at the moment and and you know it's not my main console my i still i'm mostly going to play most of my games on playstation but uh, as a side console i think it's really nice to have pretty convenient the size is really cool and one thing me and my brother do all the time is we literally just move it in between our rooms depending on who wants to play that day because mm-hmm. it's so small it's just like just pick it up and move it 
carried over, which is is like very refreshing after you know PlayStation Five being a <laughs> behemoth. <laughs> but yeah, I think definitely as a side console, it, it's it's a really nice to have. It's a it's a nice thing to have, and I'm I'm enjoying it. I'm going to use it as a yakuza box after the, I decide to play Kiwami. Like you know, I'm taking a small break after uh, beating Zero. I, I think I that's the thing I'll say. Um, take long breaks between them because the gameplay is exactly the same. There is no difference across the whole franchise until you get to six. There's no difference. So. Uh, take breaks, otherwise you dramatically burn out on on, on the franchise. Yeah, so, so that's the plan. And uh, that aside, what else to say about the series? X? It's the series S. Oh, it's fast, of course, because of you know SSD. SSD. The controller is fine. The biggest thing of note is that the D-pad is actually good. An Xbox D-pad, which is actually good, that's a big difference. And if I was to put one negative, apart from the storage, it was that quick resume does not work as well as I'd want it to. It feels buggy. It feels like it just doesn't work the way it's supposed to. Is that so, like a, yeah, a machine-based thing, you think? Or is it a, a software-based thing? Uh, I think it's just, you know, generally such a demanding software solution that in the end, the... It won't run perfect every time, so yeah, it's just a bit of dis- a disappointment. After all the hype I heard about it, that you know that it wouldn't work as perfectly as I was hoping. You know, maybe, maybe that's a fault of my expectations as well. That, that's a shame, um, but at, at least it's kind of working. I don't, <laughs> you know, like kind of, kind of. And that's uh, just uh, okay. one controller. You go to. I only got one. I already have an elite controller which I use on the side. So yeah. Have you gotten overcooked yet? <laughs> I haven't downloaded it, but I added it. Oh wait, that's I'll on PlayStation actually, huh? Yeah. That's on PlayStation. You know, a good 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 yeah. co-op games. Uh I, I I hope they do more cross-play stuff so that more people can play. But yeah, that's uh it's a good update. Uh you got it from uh the uk yeah uk they have our socket so you have to like uh, uh uk have ours oh, okay well that's cool oh so, uh, yeah that, that's pretty much all they say on the series for now tbh i'm waiting for most mostly forza and halo that that's where i'm really going to go crazy on that console yeah, no, I mean, I'm, I'm, I'm waiting for Halo as well. Is there any other big Xbox game that's coming out this year, like a proper Xbox game? Forza. Oh yes, Forza. I, yes, Forza. Of course, that's probably gonna look really good in, in 4K. Can the S do 4K? Yeah, 1440. It can, but it will probably do 1440p. That's probably gonna look really, really good. Racing games are usually like really good showcases Looking, for yeah. graphics and stuff so yeah i think that's that's pretty much everything unless you have something else uh not really personally i think uh, we've covered everything i wanted to talk about yeah no i get uh 
we, we've covered everything that I wanted to talk about as well. Just wanted to remind everyone that GTA 5 is in fact on the way. Uh, please, <laughs> please be excited. <laughs> please be excited. Oh man. Just release GTA 6. Just the, you know what? They could just re- release a teaser. Whatever. Anyway, whatever, man. Um, the showcase was fun. Was good to see new games. Um, was interesting to see uh, One Night Live do so many numbers because Jeff debated so many people to see uh, Elden Ring, uh, which is coming out in March as well, right? In January. January. That's a Q1, man. Q1. Oof. Um, yeah, so really interesting to see. Um, yeah, apart from that, thank you guys for listening. Um, I think we'll be back on a regular clip from now on. Uh, we took a bit of a break there. Um, and yeah, see you guys next time. <laughs> <laughs>